Hey guys, welcome back to Jules Just Vibes. I'm your host, Jules, and we're here to just vibe. Um, I know you guys, maybe you didn't, but if you saw it from the podcast graphic, today's going to be the last episode of season one. I thought that um, I would do a small little season bit, 10 episodes at a time, take a break, pre-record some episodes, and then come back a little bit later on October 3rd. Um, and you know, I wanted to pre-record these podcast episodes for you in advance. So when, uh, October 4th comes around and Overwatch 2 gets released, I'll be able to focus on that and not let the podcast slip. But let's not talk about that sadness. Let's go ahead and talk about the highly anticipated, at least from the people that I have heard talk about this, the highly anticipated topic of today, which is the embarrassing hookups and meetups that you come across. More importantly, it's me. It's my embarrassing hookup and meetup stories. And I know that all of you are really excited to hear this type of story time. I have some vault-ass stories to tell you. And I... We're going to start from the beginning of all of them to an update to like how, if I know these, if I know these people still, um, FYI, like a little spoiler alert, there's only one person that I've like known still to this day, but otherwise, like everybody else is pretty much, it's the last time that I was like going to see them. And so uh, I've got a few there and I just wanted to, I just want to let you guys know it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy messy. I can't, (laughs) I can't, I can't because like this stuff is, these stories I haven't thought about in a very, very long time and re-bringing them up. I am like having second hand trauma for myself, like just thinking about it. So this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be exciting, but um, before we get into that, before we get into that, because I'm gonna constantly be teasing you, I'm gonna keep you right on the edge. I am sitting in my brand new chair and listening with my brand new headset. I finally got a chair and a headset that are all new. I'm so fucking happy, and then I also, FYI, I also got a tattoo. And I don't know if you guys saw it on my personal Twitter at Febe. Um, I got a slime tattoo from an anime called That Time That I Got Reincarnated as Slime. It is a super fun anime. It's really cute. Its intros are top notch. And I highly suggest it. So if you haven't seen that anime, definitely do that. I have a photo of the tattoo and me on my Twitter at Fabi with two eyes. Uh, so that's exciting. Um, other than that, um, let's see what's going on here. Um, nothing else really to report like for myself. Work is a little crazy, but other than that, I'm kind of just been vibing. I've just been high ass vibing and that's all, that's all that I can really say. And it's the majority of this. And I think I've procrastinated I've procrastinated enough to get on with the topic so embarrassing hookup stories so where do I even start um I'll start with uh the tale of 
Yeah, we'll start with that guy. His whole, like, okay, we're going to start. I'm not going to give any names. I'm going to keep everything pretty, like, anonymous. And unless, like, we're absolutely BFFs and, like, either you were there or, like, I've told you, a lot of people haven't heard these stories, so I'm going to keep it anonymous. So, like, if you, you know, want to try to guess these people's names, I would love for you to attempt to because um, I have little names I actually, there's two people on here that I don't ha- remember their names because they were so forgettable for me, <laughs> but there's there's ones that aren't, I will say, but we're going to go ahead and we're going to start off with an infamous man from my life, um, and this guy, when I tell you that his whole storyline with me is just one giant embarrassment, it feels, I'm not going to lie, I, um... It's, it felt ridiculous, but it was somebody that I personally have known or I knew from, like, early high school to, like, just when I was in my mid-20s. So I knew this guy in high school. All right. Well, let me just get into it. Okay. So <laughs> the man from high school on, I guess we'll just call him the man from high school on. Now, I'm not going to lie. This, uh, this guy I met when I was 14 and I was majorly infatuated with him, like majorly infatuated. And this is why I say that this whole story was like embarrassing and it was an embarrassment for me is because I did stuff that like a typical 14 year old girl would do that is just so cringe to look back on now. So this guy, he was probably about, uh, like, 16 or 17. I'm not gonna lie. So kind of, like, predatory, if you really ask me. Um, And he, like, quote-unquote, thought, like, he was interested in me. But he was also a guy that all the other girls were interested in. And so it made, of course, it made me feel special that he was interested in me, you know. I'm just going to go ahead and give you a spoiler alert. This guy was nothing to write home about and I I can't, I'll get into it more, but just like take my word for it. This guy is not like, he does, he was not worth the hype. Anyway, so I would start talking to this guy on the phone and I, (laughs) this is the most embarrassing thing I think from our whole like whatever kind of relationship it was because it didn't actually feel like a relationship because I was always it always felt like there was a chase happening um and this was when I realized I got like really jealous like really jealous and I don't know why I just (laughs) I just I don't know I'm like cringing inside of me anyway okay so he was on the phone one time and like I was like, you know, wanting to meet up with him and stuff like that. And he was talking to me about like when we could and he was telling me that he was in the bathtub. And what I did, what I did is I had a journal and what I did, what I did was I drew him in the tub and I was like, oh, he's in the tub. <laughs> I drew a version of him. And of course, I'm not a great drawer. So like I did like a stick figure of him in a tub. And I, I'm pretty sure I drew him holding like his balls or his penis. And I, I'm almost positive he said something about how he was holding his balls. But I don't know. Like 
I physically drew it and I'm, uh, I'm like cringy. I'm cringy, dude. I'm cringy when I'm saying this. I like was so infatuated with him that I was drawing pictures of him and I thought it was just, you know, the, the biggest thing, like he was telling me all this stuff and he, that meant he cared about me, that he cared. He wanted me to know all of this, all these things. Um, and so we were in this type of like weird talking relationship, you know, as much as you could be in a relationship when you're 14. And then he asked me to sneak out of my house. He literally asked me to sneak out and he had tried to sneak out or he had tried to come to my place and like get me to sneak out. And I'm going to let you know, I sucked. I sucked so hard at sneaking out. I tried twice and I got caught both times. One time it was because I said that I had to babysit for someone and um, I didn't realize that like they were right next door, like they were neighbors and my parents were like looking and being like, oh, like they haven't left yet. Um, Are they like? actually leaving nope just turns out that i did i just was lying i was out of the house and so i got majorly in trouble but this guy would tell me to sneak out and wear something comfortable and you know what i didn't realize back then that i'm gonna go ahead and tell 14 year old jules right now he wanted to fuck me and i was so oblivious to it i was so oblivious that i wore he says wear something comfortable you know what i put on i put on pajama pants and tried to walk to his house i almost made it i almost made it because my parents were gone but somebody because i look i looked like a child when i was young i looked like a goddamn 10 year old and so somebody was like oh like where are you going and i'm like trying to be like no like i'm good i probably could have gotten killed i could have gotten killed and then i would have gotten featured on cause of crime podcast because I would have disappeared. This was the bad mistake that I did. But anyway, so I got caught by the cops and I tried to drive the cops to his house, but I didn't know what his house was. And the cops have like a thing where they're like, okay, we're going to drive you to your house. Do you know your neighbors? You're going to stay with your neighbors. And that's how I got majorly caught by the cops is I had to go to his house and they were like, okay, well, obviously you don't know what this house is or where these people live. So he took me home and then I went and I had to stay with my neighbors. And that was the embarrassing story of that guy. Although I will say we hooked up and his penis is really small and he's also managed to impregnate about five people. And I can't tell you how happy I am that I just did not really do anything like that with him you know he used to tell me that if I wanted to use protection that I had to bring it because he wasn't going to use it that's the kind of guy that fathers multiple children and has multiple baby mamas just like keep tabs just like write that down in your little notebook that that's a thing that happens is those people don't give a shit about your well-being they want you to do all the work and they only see you as an object as of right now, I know that this guy was just a fucking chode. And who says that? Oh, if you want protection, like, you have to bring it. Like, fuck off, man, with your little tiny one-inch penis. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right, that was that guy. <laughs> and I went off on, like, a major tangent. Um, I'm going to tell you the story of another person that I met on a dating site. And I know that, like... It- <sighs> We're probably, anyone listening is probably, like, not a stranger to dating sites. 
And I wasn't either when I was growing up and in my 20s, I would often go on like dating sites to meet people either for like quick hookups or for like connections or just to like give myself a little ego boost. If I wasn't particularly feeling the best, I would always be like, okay, well, let's go on a dating site. All these guys want to, you know, hit me, not hit, not hit me. They want to hit on me. (laughs) They want to tap it. And so that gave me like a little small ego boost. So, you know, I was really happy about that. But there was one dude in particular that I was talking on a website called Plenty of Fish. And for those of you who don't know Plenty of Fish, it is uh, trash. It is trash. Um, But it was the one thing that I knew at the time. And so I was talking with this guy and his picture seemed pretty cool. His picture seemed like he was kind of handsome and... For those of you who are going to sit here and say that looks aren't it, you have to be physically attracted to somebody before you can even do anything further. Like, that's just point blank, period. We're all, like, we're all pretty much programmed to just like people who are, who, like, we find attractive. And the emotional stuff comes later. Or maybe the emotional stuff makes them more attractive to you. But if the initial sense isn't there, then it's not, it's not going to happen. So online this guy seemed you know pretty attractive he you know it was cool to connect and I also was like very weary about like meeting somebody so I asked him to meet me at Walmart there was a Walmart that was like five minutes from my house I could go and I could shop and I it didn't need to explain anything to my family and I just was like I could go there I could meet a guy at Walmart And, like, we could talk, and if things go well, like, we could continue a relationship. Well, I'm walking around Walmart, and he's, like, talking to me on Plenty of Fish. And I'm, like, trying to see, like, where this person is. And I find him. And, oh, boy, does he look nothing like the photo. He, unfortunately, it's just, like, he just doesn't hit it for me. Like, he just is, it's so, it's, it's like a... And I don't want to be, like, super mean, but I have to be very candid with you guys. I was kind of like, ugh. Like, I was just like, ew. Like, what? Like, how did that photo come from this guy? Um, And so I tried to, like, maneuver away. Like, I tried to avoid this guy. Like, I tried to avoid him, to not see him. And he came up, he's like, Julia? And I'm like... Yeah, and I spend 30 to 40 minutes awkwardly walking around, not being attracted to this guy. And this guy follows me out to my car because I tried to like leave. I tried to be I tried to be like, okay, like bye. Like I'm gonna go to my car now. And he follows me to my car and I'm like loading it in and he's trying to like talk to me and stuff and I'm like very awkward and I'm very like nervous and I'm like oh like because I don't like this guy in that way anymore because of how he looked and I was like oh and but he was like there and he's just like you know let me walk the cart over to the thing with you like he never wanted me to be like he just was there the whole time I left in my vehicle after that and I never saw that guy and I never talked to him again because I was so taken aback from the difference between his photo to how he was in person and the whole vibe was just way off and I think that um had I been able to video with him 
beforehand, I definitely would have gotten the vibe that we shouldn't have met up. And that actually leads me to a nice little segment where I wanted to do a little promo for a heartstring dating app. So if you're like me, you probably have known your way around a lot of dating applications, and they all kind of get to be the same after a while with little unique gimmicks along the way. But I'm here to tell you that the one and only dating app that you need is Heartstring. Heartstring is a video-first dating application that gets rid of swiping altogether because as you know, seeing and chatting with somebody in person via video is a lot more connecting than through text. Heartstring puts people and their vibe first and daters can create content-driven profiles that showcase how they move and talk and are as a human, kind of like how Instagram stories and reels work. Matching is done intentionally, and daters are able to chat with only three people at a time to give you some good focus. Gone are the days of wondering if that photo that they've posted on their profile is from 10 years ago or from yesterday. If you use the in-app camera, an authentic badge tells the daters that your content is in real time. With Heartstring, video is the vibe, and you can download Heartstring now at getheartstring.com and start finding your match today the authentic way. Now let's get back to the embarrassing stories. Okay, so the next story is going to be, um, and I I have dubbed this guy. I have dubbed this guy. I'll tell you like my little nickname for this person. I have dubbed this guy Sunglasses Man. And (laughs) this was somebody that I met on a dating site that actually like we connected at some points and he was attractive his vibe though was just a little off um so let's so let's kind of like just really dive in so i met this guy in a dating application and he seemed pretty cool we were chatting we were hitting it off and all of a sudden he comes in um to the place of work that i was at and i'm not gonna lie the dude looked familiar i was like huh i wonder if i know that guy and he calls out to, and he's just like comes to me and he's like hey like do you know who i am and i'm like what and he goes yeah it's me like the dude with the sunglasses in your photo fo- in the um photo like the dude with the sunglasses online and i'm like sitting there and i'm like oh my god yeah it's like this guy intentionally came to my job to find me and talk to me and like while that's flattering and like i said the guy was um the guy, the guy was attractive, so, like, it was a little flattering at first. And I was like, okay, like, well, now we got to, like, hang out because the vibe seemed to kind of, like, fit and it was okay. Even though it was a ve- it was very strange that he came to my job without telling me. Um, and so I invited him out to a bar with me and my friends. Well, he... 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 Okay. He, yeah, uh, the... <laughs> I can't, dude. It's so, it's so bad. It's not like so bad. It's just, I can't, I can't. It like physically makes me cringe inside to like say this stuff. Okay. So, um, this guy, we went to the bar and the bar that we kind of like would go to was like kind of a really rundown bar. Like it was a dive bar, but it had some pool and it had some tunes. Friends could smoke in there. We were having, we were having just a grand old time, just kind of drinking and getting, you know, faced and just having fun. Uh, there's a jukebox, and this man has told me before how much he loves Avenged Sevenfold. Like, high key, not even joking, no cap, like, he loves Avenged Sevenfold. So you know what he does? He puts 
he puts $20 worth of songs on the jukebox that are all Avenged Sevenfold. And he's sitting there playing pool with my friends, listening to Avenged Sevenfold in the bar, using the pool cue to do music stuff like air guitar. And I'm sitting on my ass and I'm looking at this. I'm like, what in the fuck? What? And yeah, like I, <laughs> I don't know. And that's not even like the worst part, dude. That's not even the worst part of what happened. Okay. So like he takes me home, he drives me home and he tells me that he wrote a poem for me. Like he wrote me a poem and I don't know what the poem is. I only know one line and one line was, and you're only a 20 minute drive away. So he put in his poem slash song slash whatever it was that uh, we lived like close by. And that was what he was, you know, it was just like, okay, like, cool. But I obviously was not into him like that. I was not into him in that much like that at all. The Avenged Sevenfold thing was a little much. It was too, it was too much. And I just, I couldn't, I, and it's still a meme in like, this is the one that I know my friends, if they're listening, will know who I'm talking about because this one is like, it's like a core memory in my brain. It's, it's going to stay there forever. I'm going to remember Sunglasses Man as the guy who found me at my work, came to me, played $20 worth of Avenged Sevenfold, told me a poem uh, in my driveway about how close I lived to him and then was on his way. And it just, and it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> That's how you know you're living in your peak 20s, everyone. Your peak 20s. Guys, are you having as much fun with this as I am? Because I <laughs> I can't control, like, the, like, I'm looking at the list of stories that I have to tell. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> I can't. Like, I'm, like, actually inside, internally cringing inside still. But we still have some more to go. I have uh, three more people to tell you about. <laughs> And they're all, they're not as all cringy. Well, some of them feel cringy, like with Sunglasses Man, but they, they aren't. So I'll go ahead and, and do a really short and sweet one and then get into another lengthy one. So this, uh, there was one dude who I knew from a job and we were connecting, like we had like that cool little like troll each other vibe. And he was like a pretty decent dude. He was a little younger than I was at the time. And he seems like pretty cool. But, you know, he was one of those where it's like, you know, it, it's it's a fling for sure. Fling for sure. Um, So we like start talking and we kind of get like a time and place to hook up. And I go to his house and he's like, hey, like, you know, like, nice to see you. Just like FYI, like I haven't eaten he goes, yeah, like, I haven't eaten today. Like, he's just, like, telling me, like, just, like, oh, like, you know, hey, what's up? Oh, like, not much, you know, like, I haven't eaten today, blah, blah, blah. It's just kind of like a, um, like, how's it going type of thing. And so, like, we get into it. And I'm telling you, like, the sex was, like, really rough and, and hard and fast. And it just was, like, it's awesome. Like, I, I like it. Woo! Like, fun. <laughs> like, like, without going into too much detail, it's crazy. Okay, so we're sitting there. And I'm naked and my clothes are on the side of his bed and he's like sitting there and he's not looking too good. And I'm like sitting on a chair and um, all of a sudden he gets, he like sits up 
and I'm just like looking at him and I'm just like, you good? And he throws up all over my clothes and goes, I'm so sorry. And I'm like sitting there, I'm naked. Literally all of my clothes is right where he, th- he throws up. He throws, like he just pukes on my clothes. He's like, I'm so sorry. I have to sit there. I have to sit in his house. I have to sit in his house for like 20 plus minutes while he washes my clothes. He doesn't even actually wash my clothes. Oh my God, I'm gonna vomit while I'm doing this. Okay, he doesn't wash my clothes. He just rinses them. So there's still, oh, oh my God. I drove home in still thrown up on clothes and I will never forget that man. It was hate sex and it's it's one of those things where it's like, God, now I'm never gonna I'm never gonna do anything with you again. Never, 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 ever, ever. Cause you threw up on my fucking clothes. No thank you. Ooh, that just like made me whole body cringe, that whole story. I do not like I do not like that. I d I'm not a fan. No no thank you. All right. So the next one, I'm going to tell you a story of somebody. It was somebody who I dated for like a little bit of time. They lived forever away from me, but it was in like my, um, it was a time where I actually like could go and stay with one of my friends or like with, I could stay with a boyfriend. It had, it was, he was the first person that I was ever, ever able to do that with. And so like, Our everything was like amazing. There was nothing cringe about our relationship at all. There was just cringe moments and it only got cringe after we broke up and tried to get back together. That's when it became like kind of cringe. So we met on a dating site and we um, like initiated a meetup to go to a park and I like walked my dog and we talked and we connected and he was really cool like he worked nearby but he lived really really far away and so like that was like the first taste I had in like weekend trips they're pretty cool he was pretty nice except he lived in the basement of his like friend's house and his dog also did not like me because it was a female dachshund and apparently those are very territorial and he's like oh it's been the only one you know she's been the only lady anyway This was just, like, this story is just about, like, one hookup session and then, like, what happened after we broke up. So, this guy and I were, like, getting it on and all of a sudden, like, the, the un, un, like, imaginable happens. Um, he's going too fast, it slips out, he almost, he, like, pretty much puts it in my ass. Like, no, nothing. Like, I'm not a fan of that. I don't want that. I didn't like that. It hurt. I was like, that's it. I'm done. We're not doing that anymore. Like, I, I can't go on anymore. It just was painful. It was not, ha- I was not happy. It was just, it was it. I didn't like it. And he totally understood. He goes, okay, fine. Like, I understand. Um, But like, I still got to get mine. Like, I, I got to do it. Like, it, there's just no way around it. Like, I got to do it. And I'm like, oh. So I like I'm sitting in his room on his bed and he's in the next room, got his laptop set up and like basically finishes himself off in the room watching porn like while I'm in the other room. And like I get it. Everyone watches porn or a lot of people watch porn or they lie about it. And 
Like, I didn't have a problem with it. And I was like, why do you like? And he also watches it with the sound off. He doesn't like the sound on. I can't tell you why that's a thing. And I didn't understand it. But it was weirder to me that it was with the sound off. So anyway, um, we end up breaking up over uh, the fact that he had to work. He like worked a lot. He had like a big boy job. He was also the first person I dated that had like a big boy job. And so we like we broke up because his work was like making him travel and like I couldn't ever see him. And so I was like, okay, fine. And I used to think that like this was like the one that got away because, you know, if it wasn't for his job, we would still be together, blah, blah, blah. Really, really toxic shit. And I went full like almost emo shit because I was so upset that him and I broke up. Anyway, um, so we try to meet up a few times after and, like, try to, like, see if we have a connection again. We, like, met up for coffee, and that was, like, kind of awkward and weird. But there was another moment where, like, we met up to watch a movie um, and kind of just chill. And I shit you not, he sits next to me and just farts away. Just keeps on, keeps on farting. We're watching a movie, we're playing video games, and he's just, like, ripping ass right here, loud and proud. And I'm like, oh, like, and I'm not I'm not a fan of it. And I'm just like, he's just sitting there, and he's just like, oh, oh that was a good one. And I'm like, ah! Like, I physically want to scream at him! Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're gonna literally sit here. We're trying, like, there's, like, obviously a like understanding that like we want to get back together we want to hook up and like you're just gonna sit there and you're gonna do that part of me thinks that it was like sabotage like he didn't want that to happen and like that's okay just like fucking be upfront and honest with me um but that was just like that was it for me I was like okay obviously that spark is gone like he ain't it for me anymore so I guess I just can't do it and so um that never went forward and I still like wonder how he's doing because he's pretty much just kind of like a ghost entity um but i mean hey like why not you know like it just sometimes i'm like oh like i wonder if he exists but then that thought goes away like really fast um he also was a smoker so he would like force me to come outside with him like every 10 minutes to smoke a cigarette or like stand with him while he smoked and i'm like I don't know why I'm doing this. He'd be, I'd be like, oh, like he's like, I'm gonna go smoke, and I'm like, I'd be like, okay, I'm just gonna chill here, and he'd be like, no, I'm like you gotta come with me. Why? Like, oh man, it was not fun. Whew, we've made it to our last embarrassing story, and this one is just kind of a doozy altogether, and um, it's. <laughs> It really is just about the fact that it was two people almost like trying to force something into working that just wasn't working. And in the end, like just being friends and it has like a happy ending, but the forcefulness of the nature of our relationship was just, it was so bad. Um, And I will say like, this person is a really per- nice person. They have, like, their flaws, but I don't have any ill will towards them. I think that they're really awesome. But goddamn, like, have we've been through some shit. 
Um, and so this person, I met them actually at college because believe it or not, I did a few years of college. I haven't gotten my degree. I haven't done anything like that, but I have gone to college. I've done stuff to better myself educationally and I never, I haven't continued, but yeah, so I met him in college and we had a math class and I hate math. I had a math class and we kind of bonded over trolling our professor because our professor was kind of a, kind of a tool and we would always troll and make fun of him. And so we kind of bonded over that. And, you know, initially it's like, okay, boy, girl, like there was some kind of attraction there. So he decides to like ask me on a date and I'm like, okay, cool. Like we'll go to dinner and we go to dinner and it is the most awkward thing of my life because he tries to be like really fancy and he takes me to a place and I order a beverage, like a alcoholic beverage and I'm not like a really crazy drinker. So like I don't like it that much. So I end up not even really drinking it. I just ordered it to be cool. And we're sitting there. We don't have anything to talk about. Like we're literally sitting there in awkward silence because we couldn't figure out what to talk about. So we ended up just trolling things that are like happening around us. And like it just was so like awkward. And that's not even the worst part. The worst part is that first date went so bad and but that like didn't stop us. Like I feel like the desire to have sexual relations with each other, at least from his end, was greater than whatever first date misery we had. And so like we tried to like, you know, spark something else. I'd go over to his house and hang out with him and try to see about something else. But then his brother would pop in. He says a younger brother. His brother would pop in and that would kind of ruin the mood. And then um then we would like go over and like hang out at the bar with our friends but he would also get like really jealous like I invited one of the people that I talked about actually in here I invited them and it's not sunglasses man to hang out at the bar with our friends and he for some reason got a really weird vibe from him and so he like kissed me like with the intent on purpose to making this man see the fact that this person kissed me and I was like, what? It was like all like a tactic. And like, we kind of, we, there was no actual like 100% end to the relationship. It was pretty much just, it, it ended up morphing into like a friendship, which I was a-okay with. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, the, the date itself was just really, really awkward. And this is more so like, I'm not... I'm not cringing or I'm not like hella embarrassed about like telling the story. It's more so just like I feel really bad that it even happened in the first place because of how bad it was and how bad it went. So that was uh that was the the least embarrassing for last. Like just the one that is just like, you know, we were trying so hard and it just it just didn't work. Okay, 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 okay. I think I need to take like a volcano bath to kind of like wash away all of the cringe and embarrassing uh, moments that came from rehashing out these stories. Um, if you guys liked these stories, definitely hit me up and let me know. And if you have your own embarrassing dating stories to tell me about, I will gladly 
read them and cringe alongside with you because I know in the era of dating apps where everybody was on them, I'm sure you guys all have some fun, interesting stories out there. But that is a wrap for me. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for season one. Congratulations to all of us for kind of just kicking ass and continuing to do this. And I cannot wait to start season two, October 3rd. Put it down on your calendars. We're going to do pretty much a two-week break and we're going to come back kind of full steam ahead on October 3rd um, with season two. And I can't really give you too much of a glimpse into what we're going to be talking about because I don't know. But until then, I'm going to start uh, asking for topic suggestions. So please, please, if you haven't already, follow us on Twitter at JJV, sorry, at JulesJustVibes on Twitter. Or you can email me at JulesJustJJV at gmail.com and give me some topic suggestions. Um, And if not, there's going to be a website soon, I think. I think I'm going to have the website out by the time that season two happens. I think that would be a good idea. Anyway, definitely um, thank you guys so much for continuing to join in. I'll see you guys on October 3rd. You guys have a great weekend. Have a great rest of the two weeks. And I'll catch you on season two. All right. Bye-bye.